Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, George Ballantine, Lance Miliacho, Dave Williams, all together in the roundtable. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. This is the broadcast for December 27th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two, the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and promote God, family, and country. Stuart Rhodes, Jim Hoft had an interview. Stuart Rhodes in prison. He uh, got 90 days where he couldn't even use the phone. But then he got his phone privileges back, and he called Jim, and there's an interview. And Stuart Rhodes is making some very salient points. You know, Stuart Rhodes, uh, what, Yale-trained lawyer and stuff like that? Now, I guess he's not an attorney. It's a long story. But uh, suffice it to say, he's really nailing it out of the park. He said they'd use the 14th Amendment against Donald Trump a couple of years ago. Now he's saying they're probably going to turn it and morph the charges into conspiracy uh, and everything else uh, like they did to Stuart Rhodes. It's not going to go well if that's the direction they take unless we, the people, start to stand up and push back. But here's a little bit more of this interview that I really want uh, Dave Williams to respond to. Listen to this from Stuart Rhodes. Here it is. They should not have uh, accepted that. And you know what's interesting, too, Stuart, and that is that the further we get away from January 6th, the more that we see um, that – uh, the the DOJ and FBI involvement in all of this. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed that, but uh, certainly... Well, I haven't been able to see any of the documentaries, but, but I'm not at all surprised. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised to hear, like, the last thing I heard about was, was uh, Clay Higgins talking, which is an awesome congressman from Louisiana, but talking about, you know, video of police officers going into a room and coming back up dressed like Trump supporters, you know, changing out of their uniforms into... Trump gear it does not surprise me one bit. Right. I believe all of that is the tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah, and the, and and he also found I don't know if you were able to see Lara Logan's recent release. Um, no, I, I, I can't watch anything like that. I've got no access to the internet. I can't watch. Oh, okay. Like that. Anyway. That, yeah, yeah. So she interviewed uh, Clay Higgins again, and he shows photos of the uh, uh, buses pulling up in Union Station on January sixth in the morning at five a.m. Uh, painted white buses, no details on them, and uh, uh, FBI, he calls them FBI assets, stepping off the bus, going up the escalator, and disappearing. So uh, dressed as Trump supporters. So, um, yeah, he, he believes he's, uh, he's able to identify uh, the buses, one of the buses anyway. So it's, it's, it's developing, but um, certainly... All this needs to be released. They, they need to release everything. And, and what, what should happen is release it to the public, and then the public can help, you know, tracking them. Where these guys go? And got the buses, you can track them on, on the cameras, where they went, who they talked to, what they did, you know, who they're associating with the entire day. So that's what needs to happen. Well, you know, and what's interesting about that too, Stuart, is that um, they were organized, they pre-planned, they were premeditated, they had something they were going to do that day. And yet it was your group that had no pre-planning, had no um, mad scheme of insurrection. There was no proof that you guys were going to do anything inside the Capitol. Um, you even told your men to, you know, leave their weapons behind. Um, and yet you're the ones who are charged with this uh, insurrection. So it's, it's, it's like uh, up is down. And, All right, you know, let's go ahead and stop uh, that. 
so uh, Dave, I wanted to kind of get that out and get your take because this is true. You mentioned projection uh, in the last hour that, you know, whatever they're doing, they project onto us and say what we're doing. We're the ones that are mentally ill. We're the ones that are, you know, creating an insurrection. We're the ones, we're the ones. But you know what? The more evidence that comes out from the FBI, the Justice Department, look at Ammon Bundy's case. I mentioned that last hour, but I'll mention it again. Literally, the jury said he was guilty of nothing in Oregon. Then he went to Nevada and served in prison for two years for nothing. Because in the end of the day, the government threw the case and said the FBI was guilty of withholding exculpatory evidence and lying and withholding evidence to the point where they had to just throw the case in Ammon's favor and let Ammon go. Because they didn't want the rest of the truth to come out about their insurrectionist agenda. Uh, in Malheur yeah. Wildlife Refuge and everything. So you look at this and you go, man, Stewart's nailing it. And, and yeah, Jim Hoff is. is nailing it. This is this is what they're doing, right? Yeah, this is this is absolutely correct. And and just and take it a step further. Think about the priorities. We have a literal invasion on the southern border where we have human traffickers or terrorists coming across our border who don't have good intentions for our country. But here they are going after. Uh, uh, American patriots trying to jail their political opponents, whether it was through the J Sixer uh, uh, problem that we got, or or the attempts to the false flag attempts with Governor Whitmer in, in Michigan. Uh, the, these guys are looking for ways and spending resources against their political opposition, not against the real criminals or crooks or terrorists that they should be focused on. And with that scenario, yeah, we're very close to a banana republic situation. Well, and Jeff Van Drew speaks out uh, about the border pretty clearly, uh, along with a couple of other people. Lance? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the border is obviously being misrepresented to everybody. They don't really want people to know the truth. And that's kind of part of their model, right? They, they think by continuing the rhetoric, they bring it up at one point, and then they just the, the, the discourse is just continued and continued to continue, and they keep acting like, you didn't see what's going on. You don't see the invasion of military age, uh, you know, it, people, not just from South America. You're seeing 91 countries invading the border. But that's what they do, right? They lie over and over and over again. We have a soundbite from AOC that I think is incredible, Sam, because she's denying that there is any border invasion. She's denying and she's, she's blaming it on uh, climate change and imperialism. I don't even know what the hell she's talking about. How an idiot like this could even get into Congress just shows you how corrupted our system is and how ridiculous it is. Well, here's AOC's soundbite on the border. Now, let's be very clear. She made these comments quite a while ago, but they're being brought up now because the border, as you wisely mentioned, um, these issues just linger on. They start and stop and start and stop, but the narrative continues with their lies. And here's an example of it from AOC. So often people want to say, why are you talking about the border crisis or why are you talking about it in this way? Well, we're talking about it. They just don't like how we're talking about it because it's not a border crisis. It's an imperialism crisis. It's a climate crisis. It's a trade crisis. This is not a surge. These are children and they are not insurgents and we are not being invaded, which, by the way, is a white supremacist idea, philosophy. So you can't deal with the facts. So you're going to go to white supremacist philosophy. Look, ladies and gentlemen, ref rep Jeff Van Drew says total illegal aliens that entered the U.S. under the Joe Biden administration is now more than the population of New Jersey. That's the 11th 
largest state in the union, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, up is down, black is white. They don't, and, and this is all this is all to serve their political agenda. They want to be able to import new voters into this country. Uh, so that they can maintain political power. It all comes back to them wanting to take your money and your freedom so that they can uh, be in charge and, and quote, run things. Uh, what they don't quite get yet is that eventually the music will stop. You know, the, the fall of a great, great country is, is imminent if this, if this stuff continues, and that's why we need to get uh, good, liberty-minded folks elected into these positions. That's why Donald Trump was so popular in 2016 and why he got swept into office and why he probably won in 2020, except for the illegal uh, fraud that was going on uh, during that time. So the consequences are dire, Sam. George, what does an imperialism crisis mean? Hmm, I don't know. Let's look at Japan and the crisis over there, how they wanted to take over the world. It's just like yeah. what, what's coming out, what's going so over here. So she De- thinks that we want to take over the world, and that's the problem? She thinks we want On to take the over the United States. On the southwestern border? Right. I mean, it's, it, it, it doesn't it even make any sense. It's me. idiotic. She says kids are coming through. Do you not see all the middle-aged adults? We have videos, videos upon proof showing males coming over. No kids. Males. Mil- Military-age males coming over, and she wants to say kids. Yeah, you know what it is? It's selectively choosing your words. That's what all it is. It's selective. On, on our show, we've had a couple of guests on, whistleblowers from HHS and from other organizations. Maybe she's talking about the 100,000 children that are missing on the border, that they've basically mishandled and they've turned over to trans. Yeah, but what that gangs. is is a child trafficking crisis, and we got one of those, too, yeah. if we want to talk about that. Yeah, it's it's really incredible, the whole thing. And I just can't imagine how she can continue. And this is the part that's blowing me away in D.C., specifically the Democrats, how they continue to lie to our faces over and over and over again. And somehow we're just too stupid to see the lies or prove the lies wrong. And then even after we prove them wrong, they double down and say, oh, no, that's not true. That's a conspiracy theory. Sam, I'm, 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 you know, I'm just over the way that D.C. is mishandling our government and mishandling uh, the needs of our country. Now, AOC also took issue with the word surge. She said, anyone who's using the term surge around you is constant or uh, is um, constantly trying to create, I'm trying to use the right words she used. Um, they're trying to promote a militaristic frame. Because I think there's a surge on the border. I'm trying to create a militaristic frame, Dave. What the heck does that even mean? I I think it's all nonsense. I mean, obviously she she's trying to discredit uh, what's what's being reported out there and getting out there uh, because she knows it's working. When when the American people see what we see or hear what we hear, uh, they're going to agree with us, and so they're desperately trying to, uh, you know. They're they're engaging in ad hominem attacks. I mean, that's really all they got left is let's just go ahead and and you know say that they're racist or somehow discredit them through through name calling. Uh, and but no, to answer your question, no, it's not. You're not trying to do anything in a military. It it just it's a fact, right? When you have when you have these grown men crossing the borders, and and if they're crossing with children, you they're, it's probably human trafficking that's going on. 
when we see with our eyes and <clears throat> when we talk about it, I mean, what what other conclusion can we draw? Well, and what about all the people in America? Forget Trump, forget me, forget you, because we're white. And so, you know, they want to pretend we don't have an opinion because we're white and our opinion matters less than everybody else's called reverse racism ladies and gentlemen uh, but nevertheless what about people like Vivek Ramaswamy they're, they're not even white and they tell you there's a crisis at the border so much so to whether to where Vivek Ramaswamy says we need to really consider our southern partner uh, not a partner but more of an enemy uh, because they're allowing the drug cartels and they're allowing their country to be a conduit for this criminal activity and and okay this guy's not even white how is this a white supremacist discussion in any way, shape, or form? And that's where they use labels to just to just try to destroy us. And we need to be smart enough, wise enough, um, Dave, to avoid those traps, too. You know what? You can say whatever you want to about me, but I believe we're all God's children, and we should treat each other like it. We should be kind and considerate and respectful and dignified and honorable to all God's children. I don't give a rip what color somebody is. And by the way, I don't even know what color you are, David. I don't care. I'm, I'm making a point here, though. What is she talking about? You know, I, I, in some respects, I feel bad for AOC because she clearly experienced some sort of trauma that led her to the to you know what she's you know spouting off now. Uh, she she should not be in Congress. If anyone has a mental disorder, it's people like her who think that everyone else is to blame for the problems that they experience and they likely cause themselves. So she has no other choice because she refuses to examine herself and get help and get better. She has no other choice but to make these wild claims and blame others and try to maintain the power to, to you know, put forward her agenda or push it forward. So the best thing we can do is kick people like that out of office and and get our Republicans to do something. That's the other thing that we don't talk enough about is how Demo yeah, Democrats are corrupt and they're certainly doing – what they do, but you have complicit Republicans in Congress who just don't do anything about it. They have the ability, they have the power, and they sit on their hands. Um, or worse, they're like Mitch McConnell, and, they, and they're complacent with Democrats, and they enable Democrats. And, or participatory and in the deep state, for that matter, Lance. Yeah, you know, listen, we've talked about this so many times on the show, Sam, and I just don't see anything happening or changing because, again, they get away with it, right? I mean, it proves over and over again they just continue to double down. I just don't believe until there's accountability for the behavior in D.C. that this can be fixed. I mean, these congressional members, and, and again, I, I talk about both sides of the aisle, the majority. I mean, I'd love to have Dave Williams in Washington, D.C. That's the kind of guy I want in D.C. that believes in the Constitution, believes in family values. You know, they're, they're just, they just continue to cram this, you know, this, this, this stupidity down our throats. And the problem is there's a lot of people in America that are brainwashed, Sam. I mean, prove me wrong. I just... I don't know. You're right about it. In fact, we just discovered not only if I was I reported to Congress in 2021 as the nexus of hate, anti-government and white supremacy in America. Now we found out they reported and testified against me, the CSPOA and Richard Mack in 2022. Now we're opening up an investigation to see how many times this has been done to us without our knowledge. Well, while that happens. We find that the government is participating with the social media in ways that is breaking the law. And Lance, yours truly right here, Lance, on the program, Lance Miliacho did the research, broke it all down, and has the goods, Lance. Yeah, so look, you know, I, I did a bunch of research on the FTC and the FCC about 
people that were being paid by different organizations, whether they're NGOs, uh, you know, whether they're super PACs, whether it's the Democratic Party themselves, they made some mistakes. They invited a whole group, a large group of social media influencers to the White House and had meetings and even offered them a, a conference room that they called the Situation Room for them. They're using dialogues behind the scene, using Signal, Telegram, and other platforms to privately communicate with these social media influencers. They hand them narratives that are specific to targets they want to attack, whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's the, the primary issue in attacking Dave Williams in Colorado or otherwise. They're organized, and it's fomented. And the problem that I see is that those posts, from based on the law that I looked at, and if you want to see more of this, you can go over to the Big Mig show and you can go look for this actual post. Um, uh, and it's, it's basically a thread that I put all in one post because we're allowed to do that as far as being verified. But here's the deal. They're supposed to be putting on those Democrat ads paid by Dems, sponsored, sponsored posts, and they're not doing it. And this stuff is being organized right from the White House. They're guilty of criminal violations based on the statutes that are already pre-existing based on hashtags, placement, FTC guidelines, and Democratic Party campaigns. And the Biden administration, that includes everybody in the White House, is guilty of working with these individuals and continuing to push these narratives. This is the tool they're using. And the truth is the FTC and the FCC should be filing charges against these individuals for what they're doing because they're being paid, Sam. And once you, you get any form of payment, and they've even admitted this payment, once you get any form of payment, that's what triggers the statute violation. And it's way too late for them to clean it up in, 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 you know, in reverse. It's done. These statutes well, because, because hold on, because it tampers with elections when they get paid to be influencers, to influence things. And stuff. Exactly. That influences the outcome of elections, ladies and gentlemen. How do they say there's no election integrity or interference or election problems or whatever when they're literally paying and not disclosing that and they're interfering with elections? That's what all these laws are designed to prevent. Um, not that I'm for a lot of these laws, because I don't think they're the answer to the problem in the first place, but they do exist, and they are being violated, and there should be prosecutions for violations of those laws. Yeah, there's no doubt. Listen, even X, which is Twitter now, uh, has political campaigning policies that are supposed to be enforced. But as we've seen over there, they continue to control the narrative. They continue, continue to apply algorithms to all the conservatives. They try to lower our visibility on the platform and our posts on the platform, spreading the truth. I don't believe that Elon Musk is responsible for it. I still think there's foxes in the hen house. But not only are those policies, these are actual laws that are being violated. I want to know where are the consequences for breaking the law. How do these individuals continue to be allowed to do what they're doing? And I want Dave to answer to this. Dave, you feel the impacts of this on a daily basis, I'm sure. Don't you think that these social media influencers are being paid by the Democrats and paid by in all different ways, whether it's dark money, foreign money, NGOs, they're using all kinds of methods to pay them. And they've acknowledged it. There's proof of them being involved in this all the way through. And these include Brooklyn dad, Jojo from Jers, the Krasenstein brothers, and many others. Dave, your thoughts? Because I think this is something that needs to be stopped immediately and, and D.C. needs to deal with it. And these people need to face the consequences of being paid and not telling the American public they're pushing these lies and these narratives that were created by the White House. Yeah, I mean, to answer your question, yes. I mean, is the Pope Catholic? Do birds fly? Is water wet? Of course. Look, we're, we're dealing with trillions of dollars in power. Right. I mean, th the, I think about it. We collectively, the United States government brings in 
about three, four, four trillion dollars, right? Those who have access to that kind of money and that kind of power are going to do everything they can to to influence public opinion. This goes all the way back to you know Solinsky, for example. Solinsky, you know, told everyone in 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 his left wing, you know, circles that if you're going to influence uh, the people, you got to wrap it in morality, and you got to market it to the masses. That's that's all they're doing. This is pure propaganda, and they're finding vehicles and avenues to perpetuate uh, their talking points and and what they think is going to influence the public. Uh, we we can counter that with the truth, though. We have to be bold enough to talk about it and and do whatever we can, in spite of you know the efforts on their part to silence us. George, uh, I hate to burst Lance's bubble. He's right 100% on this. But the reason I say I hate to burst his bubble is nothing's going to happen to these clowns for the violation of the law unless we sue or do something to force this onto the table. They're not going to blow the whistle on themselves. They're not going to go ahead and admit to this. You're going to have to literally go to court and highlight the uh, FEC, the Federal Election Commission, uh, for these uh, social media influencers getting paid and not disclosing this, not following the law. But after a lengthy dialogue, uh, Lance has confirmed that they are indeed breaking the law. It's going to take a lawsuit to stop them, George. It sure will, t- um, Sam. You're 100% right. So just I was reading earlier that like the FBI is combing through social media to look for um, posts with, about Colorado judges on the Supreme Court. And you could bet that there's still algorithms in place that are that they are helping the FBI because a friend of ours always is finding code that is suppressing conservative um, posts on um, X now. So, you know, I'm going to call out big money people and I'll use example like the Koch brothers who are very conservative. They were backing some other presidential candidate. I'm not going to even say the name, but they had the money. People like this need to start stepping up, either funding lawsuits to help conservatives fight back. Because yeah, we, for some we reason, won't say the name, but it is kind of like Biden in high heels, though. But I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, liberals, for some reason, have an um, a li- unlimited bank account of money to, you know, for lawfare, that anything they need. And here as conservatives, there's a lot of money. But where is it? Except for Rona having it. I don't even bring her up. But there's big money donors, you know, they have they have so much that they could actually do something good with it if they wanted to. And that's where, you know, any lawsuit, you need good lawyers, you need money if you want to succeed. True as can be, Dave, but I'm convinced until, you know, somebody has money to force this issue onto the to the docket, onto the table for accountability, they're not going to blow the whistle on themselves. I think that, that the research that Lance has done here is stellar, uh, but I think it requires the next step for accountability, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does, I mean, and I, you know it's been it's been said many times. Look, the the cavalry is not coming. If we're gonna if we're gonna succeed, we got to take it apart ourselves to make it happen. You know that's a part of what we're doing in Colorado. In fact, your listeners should visit our website because we are engaged in lawfare, and we don't have mega donors. We don't have dark money groups supporting us like they are against Donald Trump. So visit our website, join the fight because we're on the front lines trying to defend your right and freedoms. It's a C-O-L-O-G-O-P.org. Again, that's C-O-L-O-G-O-P.org. Help us out. Okay, hold on. Say it slower. C-O-L. 
C-O-L-O-G-O-P.org. We have to raise another $100,000 in the next and, three and, and weeks. And C-O-L-G-O-P.org is like Colorado GOP, right? Correct. It's C-O-L-O-G-O-P.org. We, we are fighting this. we got to raise another one hundred grand in the next three weeks uh, just, to, just to keep up with the lawfare that we're engaged in and expose the Democrats and potentially plan for a caucus. We need help, and we're, we're on the front lines. We need everyone engaged. It's all hands on deck. All right. When we get back, we're going to have Lance respond to this. Uh, I'm sure Lance knows this. I'm not bringing him up anything he doesn't know. We're going to have to take this to the next level, and I've got a few ideas. Lance's research is stellar. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Corey Myers. The U.S. Navy shot down anti-ship ballistic missiles yesterday in the Red Sea that were launched by the Iran-backed Houthi. Officials say it was the first time the Navy shot down incoming anti-ship ballistic missiles in combat. They also engaged 12 one-way attack drones and two land attack missiles, all of which were fired over a 12-hour period. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is tired of preaching about immigration taking over the city. You know, cities should not be handling national problems. And so I don't have the real understanding of I'm hoping that our national leaders understand that it come a real immigration reform, a decompression strategy, pick up the price tag of this issue. He told reporters that he's been talking about it for months and only now are people starting to pay attention and realize that he was right. He said most major cities that are dealing with this issue shouldn't be and the federal government is not doing their job. China said that it is banning a United States research company and two people who have reported extensively on claims of human rights abuses committed against several Muslim minority groups in the country. Foreign Ministry spokesman Mao Ning said late last night that the data analytics firm Caron, based in Los Angeles, and its director of investigations, Edmund Hu, would be barred from traveling to China. Human rights analyst Nicole Mar- Regret was also barred. On top of that, any assets or property they have in China will be frozen. Severe winter weather continues to create challenges across the nation's midsection and large metros along the East Coast could expect possible flooding rains today along the I-95 corridor in D.C., New York, and Philadelphia today. This is USA News. Okay, I'm talking funny because I'm in the witness protection program. I have too much credit card debt and I don't want people to find me. Okay, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about credit card debt. Right, those plastic things that we all have in our wallet. Are you in your 50s or 60s and you're still carrying around a mound of credit card debt? Wouldn't it be nice to start banking that money and save a little money for retirement down the road? We help people restructure their credit card debt all the time. We show people how they can get out of credit 
credit card debt in months, not years. Listen, you'll be carrying around credit card debt for the rest of your life unless you deal with it right now. We offer a free consultation so you can learn how you can finally wipe out your credit card debt and start saving money. Give us a free call right now. Call Debt Solutions Network now. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-3328. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. I am Lance Miliacho. I'm with your host, Sam Bushman, George Ballantine, and GOP Colorado Chairman Dave Williams. Uh, We're speaking about accountability consequences and the criminality of D.C. What is to be done, Sam? I'll tell you what I think needs to be done. There's a lot of people pulling on a lot of strings. You look at Stuart Rhodes and the commentary he provided. We need to have all that data, all that footage released. And then we need to have due process of law. We need to ensure that the courts provide due process. With your example and the research you've done, this incredible story that you put together researching the FTC guidelines regarding these um, social media influencers and getting paid and not disclosing, they're influencing elections and the outcomes of of decisions people make and everything else. We're going to need to either, one, take it to court, or number two, you're going to need to try to get a resolution put together and do a petition or get some group, some body in Congress uh, even maybe a county level or a state level or something like that to start looking into this and saying, hey, uh, this matters. There's several entry points into this, but it's got to be open for discussion. It can't just be an article that Sam or Lance write. I'm not saying your research isn't good, but I'm saying we don't have enough mojo single-handedly to get it um, on the table, Dave, and that's where we need legislative bodies to bring these issues up and or uh, lawsuits to bring these things up. Or, you know, we've, we've got to put it in a, 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 on the table where it cannot be ignored, mocked, laughed at, ridiculed, or dismissed, Dave. Yeah, no question. Uh, in order to get there, we got to all band together and we got to do our part. Uh, you know, the, the good thing about our country is it's, you know, the Constitution, it's resilience. Uh, in in the face of such overwhelming uh, opposition to it and to the American people, uh, that we still have a chance. We still can fight back. We still can force issues and put them on the table to be heard. Uh, but we we can't we can't just sit on our hands. We got to do something. That's why in the last segment, I encourage your listeners to join our website and and help us in this fight. You know, if all all of your listeners, uh, you know, the millions of them that that were, are hearing this, if they simply chipped in 20 bucks, you know, for, forgo a, a, a fast food meal once and help us out, we'd have all the money we would need to beat these guys back in Colorado. Uh, and I just want to point out, I'm not the RNC. I know some people kind of confuse me with that. I'm the head of a state political party, and yes, I am a member of the RNC, but none of the money that goes to us will go to Ron McDaniel or the RNC. It, it goes straight to what we're doing in our efforts to help Donald Trump and protect your your right to vote for him. C-O-L-O, like Colorado. C-O-L-O, G-O-P dot org is where you can learn more about the incredible work they're doing uh, and the solutions they're providing. It's true. It doesn't go to the um, uh, federal 
Uh, it is a state issue, and it gives them the ability to fight back. Um, Lance, what do you think of my, my ideas here? I think what you've got, your research is great, but we got to do more than an article. I don't know if a movie can help get it on the national stage for discussion uh, about this kind of stuff. I don't know if we can use certain cases and sue individuals uh, over this. But at some point, it's got to get a foothold somewhere to where it can't be ignored. And I think the courts might be the way to go on this thing. I mean, I, I think absolutely it, it, it's a legal issue. You know, this is when I talk about the GOP and Rona McDaniels and the money that she raises and the ignoro of the people out there that are really trying to make a difference. doesn't matter whether it's Scott Pressler or articles like this. I'm not the only person that's doing great research on X or any of the other platforms. But you're right. It has to go beyond just the research, Sam. But the question is, can we get a fair ruling from the judicial system? Are they going to apply the law? At the end of the day, let's face it, Sam, if somebody said that Sam Bushman was violating something uh, rule-wise or law-wise from the FCC or FTC, you would be under full investigation. Why is it? Yeah, in fact, I was, by the way. A fence fell down around my radio tower one time, and they said I willfully violated the FCC's orders, and they tried to find me a big fine, and I hired an attorney and beat them, by the way. So just so you know, that's already happened. Yeah, and, and that's my point. They want to selectively prosecute and use it as a weaponization of our judicial system to go after Sam Bushman. But yet here are many large influencer accounts that are, and I got sick of the lies. That's why I did the research. I'm tired of the constant lying by the left and how these narratives are getting, they're, they're organized. It's a plot and it's against the American people. The FTC and the FCC, I tagged them in this post. Let's see what they're going to do about it. My answer is probably nothing. So, Sam, we do need a solution, and we do need – but, of course, lawsuits cost money. We need monetization. No doubt listen, about it. Donate to the Colorado GOP. Maybe they'll take up arms on this article and do something about it. Now, let me be very clear, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to understand something. Uh, you know, you can sue individuals, and I know the courts are corrupt. I get it. But we do win a lot of times. When we lose, for sure – is when we don't do anything about something. When we stand up, sometimes we lose, but a lot of times we win. Look, Richard Mack won at the Supreme Court and beat Bill Clinton. The FCC tried to drag me through the mud and, and literally find me and make me lose my radio station. They lost, and I won. All right, so when good people do good things, good things happen, Dave, uh, as well. And that's something we cannot lose sight of. That's what they want us to do is feel like, man, the fat lady's already sung. We can't go there, Dave. No, no, we can't. I mean, anything worth doing in this country is long and arduous. Uh, it, it's a war of attrition in, in a lot of ways. You just have to keep pushing. You have to keep fighting. And eventually you, you will get breakthrough. You will reach critical mass where reform will happen. No one thought that Donald Trump would ever be elected president, and then he was. Uh, and, there again, there are other countless examples throughout our country, and that's what I'm talking about with respect to the resilience of our our Constitution and the the founding principles upon which it stands. We can win. It just requires us to not give up. Don't get discouraged. Keep fighting and just know that eventually we will win. We need to take Lance's research to the next level, but this is something very interesting. Um, I don't know if you guys know what a black swan event is, but there's a book uh, that was written in 2007 called the black swan. Um, by a guy who's a statistician, he's a former options trader. His name is Nassim Nicholas. Uh, and he kind of defined this term 
first, it's an outlier, this black swan. It lies outside the realm of regular expectations because nothing in the past can convince you to its possibility. In other words, you haven't even thought of it. They say then human nature helps us explain after the fact, and it's very logical. It makes a lot of sense. But only after the fact, the September 11th, 2001 is an example. Okay? Rise of the Internet, the personal computer, the breakdown of the Soviet Union are some examples. But they say it's not any bad thing that surprises us that qualifies for a black swan event. For instance, the statistician said that the COVID example is not because it was predictable and talked about ahead of time by a lot of people. Anyway, the bottom line, the reason I bring up this black swan whole topic is because on CBS News Face the Nation, they had a bunch of talking heads hanging out. And they were talking about predictions for 2024. And one lady on there talked about the possibility of a black swan event. The wife of a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force suggested that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This would be a national security event with high impact and very hard to predict, she said. I don't think we would be wise to ignore these kinds of things coming out of the mainstream um, oracles, Dave. Yeah, I I think it's very telling, right? They're kind of signaling you know, what they think or know is about to happen. Uh, black swan events are, you know, they're extremely negative, right? They're, they're uh, something that's probably, you know, akin to, you know, maybe another 9-11 or something like that. And if mainstream media is talking about it, then perhaps they're trying to prep the public, you know, for the likelihood of an event like that occurring. And you can bet your bottom dollar that it's not, you know, it's not going to help anyone uh, except for the deep state and what their agenda may be. George? Lance? Well, listen, you know, the name itself lets you uh, recognize what what the intent is, right? Black Swan, it's, it's foreboding. Uh, listen, there's a lot of people that suggest it could be anything from the assassination of Putin, the assassination of Trump, a, a, a massive uh, inflationary event, devaluation of our dollar. None of it will be good to the United States. And there's one thing about the people, and we can say it's the left, we can call it the deep state. They always telegraph their intent. Is it another massive pandemic where they're going to lock everybody down or is there going to be some justification to not have a 2024 election? I have no idea, but I think you, you can hope for the best, but expect the worst when it comes to this opposition. Or is there a mass arrest of guys like Sam and Lance and George and Dave and uh, a lot of these people right now? Because really, we're the tip of the spear in this stuff. We're the ones bringing this to your attention. We're the one. They don't want, um, you know, Kelly, uh, the lawyer for the Oath Keepers, talking. So they got her in a mental institution. They got Stuart behind bars. They got Ammon Bundy on the run. Uh, they've got all kinds of, you know, it, it, how long will they leave us alone? 
is the Black Swan event, hey, just massive arrests and say that we're all part of the, They're trying to tie me to January 6th right now. I didn't go there. I told people not to go. But I interviewed Stuart Rhodes the day before he went there while he was on his way because I wanted to, you know, I believe Stuart was working with the Secret Service and that he was really trying to keep the peace. And so I interviewed him the day before. Now they're saying that interview ties me directly to J6. So they're really trying to round us all up here. And could the Black Swan event be a massive roundup, Lance? I mean, look, they would love for all of us not to have a voice. They try to do it. Look, they, they, they gave somebody seven months for a meme in federal prison. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's, it's ridiculous. Our, you know, our 1A rights are definitely under attack. And, of course, they don't want Sam Bushman out there telling the truth. Of course, they don't want Dave Williams out there fighting them. Because when you take highly intelligent individuals that can't be bought, they're incorruptible. That's exactly what the left doesn't want. And I want to say the left, it's, it's the organizations that want to undermine our government. And they always say that the most dangerous thing for a country is destruction from within. And in fact, that's where we're at right now, Sam. Everything is under attack. They, we're seeing it, no doubt about it. You're under constant attack. And it will not let up, folks. It will only escalate. I pray for de-escalation, though. Uh, you so, know, um, I really pray for a de-escalation. George? Yeah, I mean, we prob- we might be headed for another Black Swan event. I mean, they've been trying. Like Lance was saying, we had COVID. And you all said, you know, we had the elections. You know, there's been theories put out there that, you know, we're not. there's really not going to be election next year, that something's going to happen, whether it's in favor of us, the conservatives are left, who knows. But, you know, they've been trying slowly to try to introducing now these new um, little COVID variants and different COVID variants. Are yeah, they they're saying all China's got the flu now, buddy. Right. Now they're trying to lead up to a, like a, a another black swan event. It's possible because, you know, they want those pay, they want those uh, mail-in ballots to to be um, for the next election so they can um, steal it again. But who knows? We have to stay vigilant, um, fight everything that comes our way. You know, there's this new Chinese tick that's um, supposedly coming in America that's um, fatal to our beef cattle. You know, they're a cattle. You know, they want they want to take out the meat. So is this an engineer yeah, tick? Who knows? Eat bugs, yeah. Dave. They just want you to eat bugs, buddy. What do you think? Are they going to do a black swan event? I pray the answer is no. But you know what? It's not beyond these people. They'll take us to war if they have to. Anything we do that brings back accountability and responsibility and integrity and we start making the checks and balances and the supreme law of the land working, chaining them down with the Constitution, they're going to go apoplectic, whatever you want to call it. They're going to go crazy, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I I hope to God no, but the answer is probably. Again, we're de- we're dealing with a United States government that is the most powerful nation in the country or in the world, and they annually take in three to four trillion dollars a year and spend beyond that uh, for themselves and their special interest buddies. I, I it's I'm not I don't put anything past these people because they really want to maintain that power. They want to be in the catbird's nest. You know, this is. This is stuff that shouldn't, you know, surprise us because it has happened in the past. I mean, you you can go all the way back to the '60s when John F. Kennedy, you know, was very uh, upset with Operation Paperclip when you had our United States military think of ways to orchestrate terrorist attacks against against the American public just to instigate uh, war for the benefit of the military-industrial complex. This stuff happens. It's all recorded in history. 
we just need to understand that history repeats itself and there's a pattern and we need to be prepared to fight it when it comes up. Well, and anybody who stands up for truth on that uh, gets in harm's way, too. There's an article that just came out about Michael Flynn. Uh, I don't know if you know, but there's a uh, it's called the Rhode Island Hall of Fame. And he got included. Michael Flynn got included. And now it prompts resignations. The New York Times reporting this five board members now have resigned and said that Michael T. Flynn, the former national security advisor for Donald Trump, should not be recognized. So they're literally resigning because he got recognized in the Hall of Fame. And it's a big meltdown right now. Um, they say that he's embraced conspiracy theory. And now they're saying all the things they say about me or uh, Lance or Dave, you know, about now Michael Flynn to the point where they're literally resigning because they, they added him to the, quote, uh, Rhode Island Hall of Fame. Can you believe this, Lance? Yeah, I, I can. You know, General Flynn, he's a friend of mine, and he's been under attack so many times as of late. Uh, you know, but that's what they do, right? That's what the Russian collusion hoax, the dirty 51 plus 8, you see the lies they told. They've got to make a big stink about it. They want to call them names. It doesn't matter whether it's Roger Stone. The real people, the real American patriots, the real America first believers, the people that believe in the Constitution, are constantly under attack. I know you've gotten death threats, Sam. I get death threats. We get attacks on our show. People come after us, especially when I expose uh, threads like I did on this FTC, FCC thing. At the end of the day, that's that part of the model, right? That's what America needs. That's why we need to unify and wake up. This is what they do. They're experts at it. I mean, George, how many times have you been attacked for something you exposed on social media or the show? It could be daily, Lance, weekly. It means all the time. We're always being attacked. And like I've, Lance, we always discuss this. You know, anybody attacks people like General Flynn or, or Roger Stone, they're directly attacked or indirectly attacking uh, President Trump. Because President Trump, those are his allies. They're trusted allies, trusted friends. And you best believe that, you know, they're with Trump 100%. So, you know, the people want to say, oh, I'm attacking General Flynn. No, no, you're attacking Trump, too. It's just a way of them trying to justify it. And, you know, they attack us. Anything we try to do to um, defend um, people, they want to attack us. So we'll bring the attack on because we can play this game better. We know how to play a lot better, I say. But, Lance, make you to OIG. Well, I, I think you're right about all that. Now, here's another interesting twist speaking of this. Uh, I don't know how to respond to this exactly, uh, but I think it's kind of interesting. So Melania, they tried to say that she was against Donald and that the first round she didn't support him for president. She could never be seen and she's never going to go to the White House. And they lied, 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 lied. Now the headline says we're now about to see a lot more of Melania Trump in 2024, 2025. Time to leave her mark on history, says the headline from the Western Journal. I find this fascinating so much uh, for the wife uh, down on the husband and not willing to to work with her husband or whatever she's just uh, kind of held back because she's shyer but now that she's seen uh, some other um, presidential wives or first ladies and and stuff like that now she's saying I want to come into my own and I want to do some things and, and I'm gonna make uh, myself known on the campaign trail this is huge because you get to see more of Donald's family
And I'm not telling you Donald's family's perfect, but I am telling you this. When you see Donald's family compared to Joe Biden's family, you go, hey, at least these people have it going on. They're like all graduated and college educated and professionals and successful and they're together and they're kind to one another and they present well and everything else. It's a totally different ballgame, Dave. <laughs> I, think, I think that's an understatement. I don't know if I could have said it better. Um, look, I at the end of the day, if if we're going to succeed, if we're gonna if we're gonna win, we have to just keep pushing through. Um, you guys have said it better than I think most have could have articulated it, including myself. Uh, we we can win. I guess that's the message I would ultimately want to pivot to for your listeners: is don't get discouraged. There's a lot of bad stuff that's out there. There's a lot of fight that we're going to have to wade through. But at the end of the day, we can win if we don't give up. And that's the story of America. George? Um, Sam, so I want to bring up what you just said about Melania Trump. A lot of people don't realize, you know, go beyond her looks. She's a very, very intelligent woman. She speaks five languages. And you can best believe her pride and joy is her son, Baron Trump. And what she's seeing, what's going on in America, she's going to step up to protect her son, Baron Trump, the future of her son, and all American kids. Because she's she's sick of it. I can 100% she's going to do whatever she whatever she can do, whatever it takes to make sure that this country prevails under rule and law. Lance? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have to figure out something. And let's face it, we're resilient. The American people just need to recognize that division is not going to win this fight. We have to unify and we have to realize that we have to fix what's going on. And to do that, we all have to work together. So there is hope here. At the end of the day, we just have to stop listening to the lies and take action. Stop waiting for somebody else to pick the sport, Sam. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the, the four of us are throwing down the best we can. And I know we have limited resources, but you know what? When they want to slam us, they say that we're nobodies, that we don't matter a tinker's damn. When they want to attack us, though, uh, they literally use words. Uh, it, 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 it's in Congress that Sam Bushman is the nexus. Now, they say of not some good things, but if I'm the nexus, that means I'm like the nerve center. I'm the nerve center of giving these, these criminals trouble. I'm at the nerve center of standing for God, family, and country and the rule of law in this country. Now, I'm not trying to make myself more important than I am. I'm just trying to say they can't have it both ways. Either I'm nobody and I don't matter a tinker's dang, or what we do matters. And I think that they're adding me to the congressional record more than once proves that we do matter and that we are effective, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If Again, uh, if, they're, if they're talking about you, if they're trying to discredit you, it's because you do matter, right? Uh, if they're... If they're trying to name call and say, oh, these guys are nobodies, then you got to know the opposite is true. So keep it up. Anyone who's discouraged by anything, don't be. Uh, because if they didn't care, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't even talk about it. It's like when you play basketball and you take the, you take the rock to the hoop. Uh, if you're effective, they're going to put all sorts of defensive players uh, to stop you. And that's what happens when you're effective. You're going to get more. Uh, but if you miss more, every time, they'll let you just run to the hole and wait for the rebound. Correct. Just saying. Correct. Just saying. That's All right. right, Lance, I want you to promote the sponsors. And then I want to give out Dave's website before we end. How's that? Great. C 
seaofmud.com, patriotic apparel for the whole family, and so much more, coffee cups, uh, you know, everything you can possibly think of. Great sense of humor, America First Company, and they sponsor the Big Mig Show. We also love Beard Vet Coffee. You go to beardvet.com, you can subscribe to their Coffee of the Month Club and so many other products, including they've got an energy drink, they've got Beard Vet Tactical. These guys believe in America First also, non-woke and veteran-owned. So get over there and support those guys. There you have it. Uh, Dave Williams, uh, he's the Colorado GOP chairman. So understand he's not really tied to the federal. It's it's a state discussion here. Uh, and he's really trying to help the Republicans stop the, uh, I don't know what you want to say, the, the communist socialist left. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. Those words are mine only. I, I just believe these guys are literally out of control. Um, Dave and crew are trying to stop them up there. So it's the Republican GOP of Colorado. Give out the website again uh, and then tell people what your main focus right now is and the financial support you need for it, Dave. You bet. Visit C-O-L-O-G-O-P.org. Again, that's C-O-L-O-G-O-P.org. You're going to see this big, beautiful picture of Donald Trump's mugshot and a button that you can click to chip in and help us fight back. First and foremost, we're going to appeal to the United States Supreme Court. We're already working on that draft. It will be submitted very soon because we're a party to that case in Colorado. Number two, what we're also doing is we want to expose and tell the truth about what the Soros-backed Democrats uh, involved in this case are trying to do. They're literally trying to steal your vote and undermine due process. And if you can't donate to that, I don't know what you want, what you are going to be able to donate to because the consequences are extreme and the stakes are high. We need to raise about a hundred grand uh, in the next three weeks so that we can just sustain the level of fight uh, that we that we uh, need to to be successful. The, yeah, sadly, lawfare ain't cheap, Dave. No, it's not. These guys have millions of dollars at their disposal that they get from uh, wealthy left-wing groups or individuals or even taxpayers uh, get you know get hosed with the, these types of costs. So help us out. Don't buy the Big Mac you know, this week. Just go ahead and <laughs> chip in and help, help us. If all your listeners chipped in a little bit, we would have what we need to to beat this back and, and protect your right. If a million Americans put in a dollar to colo, C-O-L-O, G-O-P dot org, you'd have a million dollars, 10 times what you need, and you'd be well on your way for the next fight. We can make a difference in Colorado. That's what Americans need to do is put their money where their mouth is. With the sponsors, with everything that we're doing, we need your financial support. For Lance Miliacho, George Ballantine, Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado GOP, and yours truly, Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is something we can never give up on. We follow the Prince of Peace. We want this to be peaceful, but we expect to hold criminals accountable. And we expect to restore the Republic, and we hope to do so peacefully. That is our quest. That's who we are and what we do, ladies and gentlemen. LovingLiberty.net, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.